Welcome to the Field Log Podcast, daily reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I am your host, Hara Sakaria. Field Log, Day 1. Take cold showers. This one's, this one's easy. It's like, imagine you join a baseball team and you're getting warmed up, right? And the pitcher just throws an easy pitch right down the middle and you can slam that one at the park. That's what this topic is. Cold showers. Everyone loves cold showers. Or, well, everyone hates cold showers. I've been taking them for close to two years and I still hate them. But everyone loves to talk about how great cold showers are for you. They're so great. It's a a very easy topic to start with. So we're going to start with this one. Imagine you're rolling out of bed right now and there are two ways you can go right now. You can do whatever's the comfortable thing that you do in the morning. You know, you can maybe throw on your clothes, wash your face, comb your hair, and you should obviously still do all those things. But you could do that right now and then go have a nice hearty breakfast, maybe some French toast, maybe like cereal, whatever it is. And you're going to really start your day out with a with a good dose of comfort. Don't do that. Don't do that. Start your day out with a big dose of discomfort. There's many, many reasons why you should do this, but we're going to talk about them in two phases, sort of. Let's let's start with the conceptual or spiritual or ethereal reasons why you should do this. Imagine yourself as the kind of man who does take cold showers every morning without fail, right? Imagine yourself as that man. What What kind of man would you be if you had the consistency and the discipline to step into really, really, really cold water every morning, right? Especially now I'm recording this episode, the beginning of January here in North Carolina, this is when it gets cold. And when it gets cold, the water in the pipes gets cold. So I turn on the cold shower and the water hits my skin. And for a second, I can't even tell if it's cold or hot. It burns. It's so cold, it burns. But having the ability to do that every morning, to conquer that little milestone every morning, there's a book that I read um, when I was still in college, five or six years ago. I read this, it must have been around senior year, junior year, senior year. It's called Eat That Frog. And I think it's, I think the author is Brian Tracy. It's a very small book. And the entire argument of the book is that whenever you have a list of things to do, you should always, always, always start with the most difficult thing. Because every time you complete a difficult thing, whatever is next, you always just know it's going to get easier and easier and easier. So if you can conquer that first hurdle, you can crush the day. That was kind of the premise of the book. And the title comes from this idea that if you wake up every morning and the first thing you do is eat a frog, no matter how disgusting that might seem to you, and I'm sure it is disgusting, I've never had frog, but no matter how disgusting it is to eat a frog first thing in the morning, you know that no matter what happens to you, over the course of your day, it can't be that bad. It can't be as bad as the thing that you did first thing in the morning. So by contrast, it things will be easier. And there's actually, there was a, a podcast episode I was listening to a couple of days ago on impact theory with Huberman and lots of guys that I know are big fans of him. I don't know the man that well. I haven't listened to a lot of his material, but I was listening to this interview that he did and The man's a neuroscientist and he was talking about dopamine. And one of the things he was talking about is this experiment where um, this was, uh, he 
preface it by saying that this was a long time ago. They don't do experiments like this anymore because they're inhumane. But the premise of the experiment was the setup was we're going to link these people. We're going to set them up. We're going to put them, connect them to these electrodes, these little patches that deliver electricity. And we're going to give them increasingly higher shocks, more painful shocks of electricity. Now, this is crazy. I don't know why anyone would sign up for this. But the lesson was really, really interesting because at some point when the shocks were relatively painful, right? Nothing permanently damaging, but relatively painful at that point, they would tell people, okay, we're going to go up again. We're going to make it even more painful, but they would actually significantly decrease the voltage of the shock. And what at first earlier in the experiment had felt like something very painful to people was actually beginning to become pleasurable because of the contrast of the pain that they received previously. Now, of course, Huberman goes into the physiology of, of why this is the case, but we're, we're going to cover that in a second. I want to continue sort of the, the philosophical train of thought here. What kind of man would you be if the first thing you did every morning was something that you really don't look forward to doing? Because I can tell you as someone who takes cold showers, and I don't take them every day, but I probably miss, I don't know, two, maybe three a month. I miss for one reason or another. Sometimes I just don't have it in me. Sometimes, um, you know, if I just had a tattoo appointment recently, I don't want the cold water on that tattoo. I'd prefer warm water. It's going to make it more comfortable, clean it, whatever, whatever reason. For someone who's been doing cold showers for almost two years now, it doesn't get easier. It actually doesn't get easier for me. Is every time I look at that cold water and there's still this thought in my head, where I'm like, I don't want to do this. I didn't enjoy it. Six months ago, I didn't enjoy it a year ago. I didn't enjoy it two years ago. I'm not going to enjoy it right now. But of course, I also know from the experience that I've had taking cold showers that I will feel absolutely fantastic afterwards. But that just doesn't really motivate you to do it. But you do it anyway. The thing you get better at is not actually the, the sensation of the cold shower, I should say. The sensation of the cold shower doesn't actually become more pleasant. It doesn't get easier. You just get better at stepping in immediately. When I first started, I actually had to psych myself up. I literally imagine you're at the gym and you're about to pull a deadlift PR. You know, you throw on 500 pounds, 600 pounds, whatever your PR is. And you get really psyched up. You start screaming, you're flexing, you're getting pumped up, you're exhaling, puffing air. And that's what I look like every morning, you know, in front of my cold shower. And it's kind of ridiculous to do this. Thankfully, there's no one around except for my cat. But there I am having to get hyped up. I don't have to do that anymore. After almost two years of doing this, I turn on the cold shower the entire time. My brain says, don't do it. Don't do it. It's uncomfortable. Just skip it today. You can come back tomorrow. And I just, you know, get undressed, get in the shower, rinse off everything, take that cold shower. And I step out and I dry off. And you get easier. You get you get better at that. It gets easier. So the psychology of of it, I think, is incredibly powerful because of the man you become when you take cold showers. And then, of course, there are all of the, the physiological benefits. So this is going back to that study. One of the things Huberman was saying is that there is a relationship between pain and dopamine. So when you take a cold shower or an ice bath, I think is the example uses this full immersion ice bath, your dopamine spikes up 250% for the next two and a half hours. And if you know anything about dopamine, this is really fascinating because dopamine is not only a reward chemical, so to speak, because it also gets released right before the reward. It's a motivation chemical. They did this study with rats where if you 
cut out the part of the brain or the part of the body that releases dopamine, if you disable that in a rat, the rat will not be motivated to go get like its little sugar water treat or whatever they give it. Um, but he still enjoy it. You know, you give it, if you throw it into his mouth, you drop it into, into the little rat mouth, the rat will, his brain will light up. He's like, oh, I'm having a great time. This sugar water is really enjoyable for me. But he won't be motivated to go get it. So imagine there's a button you can press right now, today, that will increase the hormone in your body responsible for motivation by 250% for the next 2.5 hours. That's something worth doing. So physiologically, there is basically this ability you have to develop a superpower where you can take these cold showers every morning. You can take a cold shower right now. If you're listening in the morning, take that phone out, pause it, take a cold shower. And then for the next 2.5 hours, two and a half hours, your dopamine is going to be up significantly. And then there are a bunch of other physiological benefits, which are, again, same as everything that you do when you're thinking in the warrior king mindset. Everything has this internal component, but then there are all of these amazing byproducts for you physiologically, emotionally, psychologically, depending on the piece of advice, it could be financially too or romantically, whatever. You do the right thing and good things will happen to your body and to you. One of those things from cold showers is an increased metabolism, is the cold water, the cold exposure turns white fat into beige fat or brown fat, which is more calorically expensive for your body to maintain. White fat doesn't add anything, it's pure storage. But brown fat has a mitochondria, so there's actually stuff going on in that fat cell. So your metabolism goes up. Your body burns more energy, which the one hand is going to give you more energy. On the other hand, if you want to lean out, it's, it's free calories burned. It's free fat loss right there. So the idea of the cold shower and any habit like this, this idea that I'm going to subject myself to something difficult, is that you're teaching your mind a few things and your body is benefiting from them too, right? Your mind is learning that this is something that has to be done. I don't care how it feels. I'll say it one more time for the people in the back. You want your mind to understand sometimes this is something that has to be done. I don't care how it feels. If you develop this mentality, this attitude, this character, this behavior, if this is who you become as a man, then you will be orders of magnitude more effective than the average man. If you have the ability to say that I don't care how it feels, I don't care how I feel, I'm going to do it anyway. It's a superpower. It's a superpower and you can have it if you take a cold shower right now. Then there is also this benefit of understanding that pain is not that bad, right? I saw this quote from a saint and I, I wish I remembered who it is, but I don't. So you'll have to look it up. But it was a, it was a recent saint, so probably like St. Pisces or someone who said that it's, it's a delusion to think that you can live the Christian life, the spiritual life without struggling every day. And that extends out into your entire life because especially as a Christian, your Christian life is your life. But even if you don't, if you're not a believer, it is insane to think that you can live the life of a man without struggling every day. 
So it's really useful to teach yourself, to teach your body, you know, your subconscious mind and everything, to teach yourself that pain is not that bad. There's actually this um, this question that I like to ask guys when I first meet them, and I can tell that they're interested in the Warrior King ethos. You know, maybe we're talking about it, we're having a conversation about it, or they're asking me about myself. I can always tell by certain questions that a man is sort of, the, the, the soil is fertile, if you will. And one of the questions I really like to ask is, What's your relationship with pain? And I'm sure I'll do a fill log on this at some point later. But this question of what your relationship is with pain, the answer you get to that, they're really fascinating, right? It can range from, I don't like it. I want less of it, which is a very hedonistic way to live your life. And that's a very, very immature place to be in as a man. Then you can get answers like, oh, I love it. Makes me feel alive. That's excessive right and then there's sort of the the middle ground the third option of a man who might have this idea of pain that i know that pain doesn't feel good but a it helps me appreciate the times when i'm not in pain right the pleasure in life and b i know that pain is an opportunity to grow bingo that's it that's it right there is a really a mature man and I think the Stoics say this, that a virtuous man can use both pain and pleasure for his growth. If you're experiencing something that's pleasurable, let's say you're, you're drinking wine, you enjoy wine or good food, you can practice the virtue of temperance, restraint, when you're in pain or when you're in pleasure. And when you're in pain, you can practice working through that pain and Handling that pain with dignity. Dignity is so important as a man. This is something that's been lost recently, right? Dignity. Carrying yourself like you know that you're valuable, you have worth. There is a time to be head down and on your knees and in the dirt. Maybe, you know, before you're God, you're praying and you're repenting. And then there's a time to, to understand that you are the icon of Christ and you're carrying the image of God around everywhere you go. So having dignity. So when you're suffering, if you have the ability to suffer without, you know, complaining about it all the time and making everyone else's life miserable, and maybe even to have joy in that suffering, if you have that ability, you carry yourself with that dignity, you're practicing fortitude, which is one of the four cardinal virtues of the Stoics. And even in the Orthodox Church is considered a virtue, right? We have seven virtues. I don't know what the name of the list is, but it's the four cardinal virtues. Um, what are they? Wisdom, justice, temperance, and fortitude. And then you have the three spiritual virtues or theological virtues, faith, hope, and love. So fortitude is a massive virtue, is a central virtue for a man, especially a man who wants to live the ethos of the warrior king. So if you have the ability to, to see something that you know is going to be painful, to premeditate, right? Premeditate, deliberately expose yourself to discomfort, and to do that day in and day out, that's a superpower. So at this point, you have a choice. Are you going to be the same man you were yesterday? Or are you going to be different today? Are you going to set the pace for the future? Get in that shower, right? Take off your clothes, close the door, turn it on the coldest setting, the coldest setting you have. And get in that cold shower 
rinse off your entire body. If you want to take a proper shower, you know, wash your hair with shampoo and conditioner and scrub your body and everything. I don't do that. I take a warm shower after the gym when I train. But if you do want to do that, you know, make it even longer, go for it. Whatever it is, take that cold shower and make it part of your day. Write it into your routine. Have a written morning routine and have part of it be early, early, right? Have part of it be taking that cold shower. For me, I wake up, I drink water, hydrate, I, I take my supplements, whatever supplements I need to take in the morning, and I have a cup of tea and I read my daily scripture. And after that, I take my cold shower. So do that this morning. Take a cold shower. That's day one of the Field Log Podcast. As always, I am your host, Hara. You can find me on Instagram at XXLHara. You can find Warrior King on Instagram at warriorking.cx. And you can also go to our website, which I definitely recommend. We have, currently we have two guides. We have the 2023 goal setting guide that I wrote on my method for setting and achieving actionable, tangible, and deliberate particular goals. And we also have the Warrior King training protocol, which is my routine that I use to, I to this day still use, to train three days a week, less than an hour a day. And I'm currently around 170, 171 pounds benching 315 for reps, deadlifting 585, squatting 455. If you want that routine, both of those documents, they're free. You know, go check those out. We're going to have an email list very soon as well. And um, you can sign up for that and get updates and thoughts. And I haven't exactly decided how that's going to look yet, but all of those resources are there for the taking for you. If you do find me on Instagram, feel free to send me a message, reach out, let's have a conversation. Now go out there and conquer the day. <laughs>